Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Alter the Edge podcast, the show where we take you beyond the edge of your comfort zone. This is Kurt here with Will. Today we've got a great topic that I think is going to maybe make a few people uncomfortable. I think that's actually part of our goal, isn't it, Will? Absolutely, my dude. So today we're going to talk about the thing that no one likes to do, the thing that we've been forced to do throughout our entire lives, and now it has come to bite you in the ass once more. And this is the thing that everybody who went to school had forced upon them, and you know what, There, let's be honest, there were a few people who did it on their own who really enjoyed it, Yeah. but I think a lot of the folks who, who went to school and had this forced upon them, they really resented it. I know I did. The ridiculous amount of time, the topics that were not interesting, <laughs> like they just made me do it, right? And now that I am out of school, now that I'm an adult, I really like it. It's really important to me. So, Will, why don't you pull the curtain back and tell us what we're talking about? You guys ready? We're going to talk about reading. Reading. <laughs> it's like... Left to right, top to God. Top. Dude, like the whole nine yards. No, but you know what's funny? Because I remember back in school, I hated reading. I remember my parents tried to force me to read like these stupid little books. I think they were called like... Uh, I think it was called Clue Finders or something. It was absolutely ridiculous and I hated it. But if there's anything that I remember truly is my senior year in high school, we had to read this book before the year started called How to Read Literature Like a Professor. And we had to get quizzed on it. I just got to say, let me stop you right there. That sounds... Dude. That sounds like the most boring thing Bro, that I could ever no imagine. idea. You have no idea. I absolutely hated it. Bro, it's stuff like that that forced me to never want to pick up a book ever again. I remember specifically in the 10th grade, the 10th grade, our English teacher said, what do you think the author was meaning behind this? And I said, well, Mr. English teacher, since I'm not the author, I have no clue what he was thinking. Why are we trying to figure it out? Let's just not read something and try to imagine some guy who's been dead for a hundred years what the hell he was thinking. Like, to me, that's just... Look, it, it's a waste of time. Now, let's talk about what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because what we're talking about back from high school and college and all that, that's not what we're talking about. Those were literary classics, the Charles Dickens of the worlds, the Beowulfs, whatever the hell that is. These were all the uh, wonderful works of literature that were so well written, that were so profound, that they were going to make an impact on our life. That our success in life was ultimately determined whether we could do these quizzes on these works of literature. Masterpiece. Jesus. Could you imagine? But yeah, let's get into this already. Oh, man. So as you know... Edu our public education system has forced us inevitably, inevitably, to hate to to allow. I can't talk today. To it forced us to never like to read or to ever want to pick up a book ever again. But what's crazy is that I've picked up a couple books, actually one book that has helped me 
become a little bit more open-minded. And if there's that one book I would have to say you pick up if you don't like to read is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. That book changed my life. I, I think I was like in my second semester of college when I, when I started to read like that again. And someone told me, oh, just read The Alchemist one day. And it was just life-changing. I never read a book like that. That's the book where it involves the pyramids in Egypt, right? Yeah, like he was he was chasing his dreams and he had a lot of obstacles along the way and he had to kind of find a new dream, you know what I mean? But it was it was quite captivating. I loved it. I just read that book 2 months, not even 2 months ago. That was one of the best books I've ever read in my life. So that'll be good. We'll add that to the show notes. All right, so getting down to it, let's open up with point number 1. It Reading allows you to have a little bit more of an open mind because I know for a fact that we all have different upbringings, that we all have different ideas and perspectives and beliefs about ourselves and the world around us. What reading has done for me is that it has allowed me to experience a new sense of possibilities. It kind of has made my life a little bit more exciting in a way. It kind of helps you bring you outside your box. Absolutely. When you read something new that's challenging to you, that opens up a new reality that you were never aware of perfect example book i read uh, that really changed my life was called the four hour work week there were a ton of things in there that i didn't know about right there were points in there about how all these people are earning money online by the way this book came out in about 2008 so it's a little dated but there were things that i didn't know you could earn a business online you could delegate you could sub out uh, you could even have companies make products for you and all you were doing put your was putting your label on if you've ever been to costco and looked at the kirkland brand that's called white labeling somebody bought a bag of peanuts and they put kirkland on it but kirkland is costco's brand so all costco did was they paid somebody to put their kirkland brand they put their kirkland sticker really on a bag of peanuts and i didn't know any of this existed so reading books opened up that reality to me Definitely do. But you know what else to open me up to? 100% is reading about other people's lives and finding out how they achieve success. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us get kind of, we feel sorry for ourselves like about our upbringing, why we can't do this, why we can't do that. So when we see someone who's probably come from a, a little bit of a worse situation than we are and see how they made it to the top, it's kind of giving you like a sense of self-confidence in yourself. And that kind of brings us to point number two. Point number two is that success leaves clues. Guys, successful people, they get books written about them. You ever heard of Bill Gates? You ever heard of Steve Jobs? You ever heard of Abraham Lincoln? We could go on. Success leaves clues. And the reason people write books about these people is because they've done amazing things. And they've done amazing things that have been worthy of writing about. And there is no shortage of books that are written about these people. So going into these books you're actually able to gain insight into what skills, what characteristics, what traits, how these people thought that made them successful. And guys, success leaves clues. That's one of the greatest lessons you can take away from books. The other thing is, is that what worked for somebody may have not been the path that worked for somebody else. And what you can do is you can see that Maybe a few different people have tried things a few different ways and gotten the same result. Definitely. And you kind of hit the nail on the head right there because there's nothing better than seeing someone 
achieve success. But not only that, but seeing how they did it in detail so you kind of follow in their footsteps. Which brings me to point number three is the skills you can get from reading books. Oh my god. You know, I never thought in a million years that I would be telling you to... Not, not telling you, but sharing with you that we should start reading. Because the skills I got from reading are incomprehensible in terms of communication with other people, sales, leadership, business building, business management. The list can go on and on. Marketing. Yeah, marketing. marketing. There's a there's a, a guy out there right now who's who's writing some really popular books, Ryan Holiday's his name. He's a marketing whiz. You know, there's all sorts of people that are out there and that's what's so cool is that we get to learn their tricks, their secrets. And really, I think more than tricks and secrets, but how they think, because I really, I really believe that that's what's most important is learning how these successful people think. Not only how the how they think, but how they work, mm. following their work ethic. But what's also really important is really implementing what you're learning. Because it's one thing if you read it and you think about it, hey, that sounds awesome. But it's another thing if you read it, say it's awesome, and you go out and actually do it. And you gain some experience out of that. Just think about it this way. You can learn from someone else's experience, but learning from your own experience is invaluable. Because you can bring that with you and teach it to other people. And that feedback that you get from taking someone else's lessons and implementing them into your life, oh my goodness, that extrapolates how fast you learn. See, here's something that I learned once. I don't know if my numbers are exactly right, but here's the point. If you sit in a lecture and somebody talks to you and they tell you for hours and hours and hours all this material about real estate or about marketing or about whatever subject. Two weeks later, if I were to come to you, Will, and I were to say, hey, Will, remember that lecture from two weeks ago that you sat in for eight hours? Tell me everything you remember. Will would only be able to remember, on average, about 3% of what uh, was told. I'm talking about, that'd be the best response I could give you. Uh. <laughs> but here's the rub. If Will were to be involved in that in a workshop where he was practicing everything that I was telling him, and I came to him two weeks later, because he had gone through the experience, because he had involved himself in that, he would, on average, be able to retain about 80% of what he learned. And that's the beauty of reading about other people and what they've done, and then applying it into your life. Because you can take all of that intellectual knowledge that you gain from reading, and it's great, but it pales in comparison to what you learn by actually putting it into practice because you actually go through it, you experience it, and you internalize it. And once you internalize it, that is where the magic happens. That's where you're actually going by leaps and bounds to be able to do more and know more. And that makes such a huge difference. Definitely. But you know what else is great, dude? I mean, what else is also great, because I can't speak English, is how we, what's the word? How we resonate with this kind of information. 
which leads us into point number four, is that different voices resonate differently. Like I know I've mentioned this before in a podcast where I've mentioned like Gary V, Casey Neistat, all these people have personally resonated with me. This is the information that I have been, you know, it, it resonates with my life. And there might be someone out there just like that might be suitable for you. But if you look at it this way, we're all saying the same thing, except it's just interpreted differently. You know what I mean? Because like what Kirk could say to me could be, could be a completely different thing from what Gary Vee tells me. You know what I mean? It could be totally different things, but it's interpreted the same, if that makes any sense. I don't think it's the interpretation. I really think it's you resonate more with how Gary Vee says it. So Gary Vee is an energetic He's a raw, he's a gritty, he swears a lot. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's vulgar. That's he's <laughs> vulgar. Like that's resonate. it. He's vulgar. So but... that's Gary V. But at the end of the day, Gary V. is giving you the same message that one of the people that I really resonate with is Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn is a very well-spoken, articulate, doesn't swear, but they're saying the same kind of message. Now, one guy might resonate more for you than for me, but that's the point is that the more you read and the more exposure that you have to these different voices, you might read five people that are saying the same type of thing, but once you hear Will Netter, the sixth person say it, you're going to be like, oh, oh, that's what Jack Canfeld meant. Yes. That's what Tony Robbins meant. That's what Gary Vee meant. And then it all clicks. And it becomes just a powerful conversation that you're able to connect all those dots together. No, definitely. But you know what else that we know what else that could mean is that you have a voice too, because often enough we tend to believe that there's no room for us to share the information that we've gathered. Because often I would even say to myself, "Who am I to be sharing this kind of information? I'm not Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, or uh, Grant Cardone. But you know who I am? I'm Will Nutter." And you're Kurt Rapp. And you are you. And you have a message to share with the world. So you owe it to yourself and the world to give it what you got and share us your perspective. And stop worrying about uh, trying to make it perfect. Because even with this podcast, it may not be perfect. But what my goal of this is to make sure that you grab a nugget or two that you can walk away with and say, Hey, this could work for me. That is my goal. And I hope you can resonate with that too. I think that's such a powerful thing that you bring up, Will, is that you want it to be something that resonates with somebody that we can make action on it. And I think perfection is the enemy of actually progress. progress. Yeah, that's the quote. So don't be perfect. Find what works for you. And you know what? If it doesn't work for you, ditch it and try something else. But keep moving forward. Keep looking for mentors, keep looking for advice, keep looking for resources that are going to help you get what you want, that are going to help you get to that next level. And to summarize our points, the books that are out there, they can absolutely do that. So point number one is that reading opens our minds. It gives us a new idea and new possibilities for ourselves. And it also gives us a new, the ability to really have a new belief in ourselves. When our eyes are opened by reading those pages and reading those stories of those people who've come before us, that really 
does the job of expanding our minds. And here you go. Listen to this. It pushes you outside of your comfort zone because now your comfort zone has been stretched. And point number two is that success leaves clues. The great thing about reading books is that you could see people who probably came from the same position as you are, maybe even worse, and read as to how they achieved success and you could possibly frame exactly what they did and hopefully that you could be just like them and achieve some form of success. And also, you can piece together from person A, person B, person C, person D mm -hmm. and take what works for you. The third thing that reading is going to do is going to allow you to have skill acquisition. It's going to allow you to implement, like I said, Piece from person A, piece from person B, piece from person C, and try it on your own so you can gain that experience and get those skills that you need that are going to take you to where you want to go. And point number three, the skills that you get, well, the skills that you really learn from reading books are invaluable. But what's more important than reading of the skills you can get from the books is implementing what you're learning and getting some form of reference experience so that in turn, you can learn from your own experience as to what happened and some way, somehow, you can share that with the world. And point number four, different voices are going to different is are going, excuse me, different voices are going to resonate with you differently. So the point being is there may be 600 personal development books out there. There's going to be some that you're going to love, some that you're going to hate. Some that are going to be like, I don't know about that. Point is, the more you read, the more it'll all make sense because all those dots will connect between all of those different authors. And you're always, always going to be able to find some useful information that you can apply to your life. That's it for this episode of Alter the Edge. We'll be back with another episode, so stay tuned.